challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast. Eager to dive in with you. Glad you are here. Listen, I want to issue in this podcast a stern challenge to you. As you probably know, I am an outspoken advocate for men having a band of brothers. I've written a booklet on it. I speak about it everywhere I can. I don't want to see the men of this generation walking alone. I don't want to see you walking alone. You need other eyes on you. You need other input. You need men who know you in a way that you don't know yourself. And I've shared stories. I've shared my own tale, my own journey. Uh, I got to tell you the difference between Stephen Mansfield walking as an idiot alone and Stephen Mansfield with a band of brothers is unbelievable. But I want to hammer something in this podcast that's important. I want you to listen to me now. Because many of you have already bought the idea of a band of brothers, because many of you already believe you shouldn't be walking alone, you have pulled together men in some way. You have, you have a bunch of guys, maybe you get on the phone once in a while, maybe you hang with each other, maybe you see each other for a drink or a, a toss of the ball or, or, or pick up football game, whatever, or to watch during the game. But I, w- I want to add another level of obligation to you. This is important. I love bands of brothers that happen in almost any way. In my book, Building Your Band of Brothers, I've got guys, I've described guys who are airline pilots and who, you know, meet at the airport when, they, when they're all there at the same time. Or I, I, got, I know guys who are accountants who are visiting by Zoom, you know, and online, uh, doing it over lunch. They're all New York guys, but they can't get together. Okay, I'm with all of that. I'm with all the ways that men get online, hold each other accountable. But I want to make sure of one thing, and this is the entire point of this podcast because I'm coming out of some situations where some men have really been hurting. And when I did the postmortem on their situation, I realized this was the issue. You must, you must sit in the same room with your band of brothers or some men like your band of brothers and look each other in the eye and tell each other the truth from time to time. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it has to be every Tuesday night. I'm not going to say it even has to be, you know, twice a month, whatever, you got to figure that out. But I want to tell you something. I realize we live in a COVID, just a world just recovering from COVID. I realize many of you work with people or your best friends, mobile, moving around. So you get on Zoom. I realize that. But, but I want to tell you that we are visceral people. We are people who sense things, feel things, come from the gut with things. And we men especially are guys who really can size things up in people's lives by setting eyes on them. We need to look at them. We need to see them. Let me, let me just use an example off topic for just a moment. Men are often smacked around because they look at women's bodies. Okay, you you shouldn't just be a dog. You shouldn't just be lusting all the time. I'm with that. But I also want to say something encouraging to you, that men look at bodies of every type because they draw quick conclusions um, that are essential to their survival. This comes down through generations. I'm not saying every time you look at a, a nicely shaped woman that somehow it's about your survival. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that the discipline of looking at bodies, of considering people physically, you pick up lots of information. You just watching somebody walk through an airport, you pick up something about their their strength, their threat, the way they walk, the way they move, the way they look around, how thick or thin they are, um, whether they limp. We take all of that in. 
And it doesn't mean we form a battle plan in the next 16 seconds, but we are, we have just down through the generations, we have been designed to assess things physically. And frankly, a lot of what our uh, security forces do and special forces do and people in the martial arts is they're told to bring that to the fore, bring that almost involuntary subconscious evaluation of a person physically, bring it to the fore, bring it out, make it conscious. Notice a good person in the martial arts is going to notice right away who's left-handed, who's right-handed. Going to notice right away, uh, what, perhaps whether they're strong right or left eye. You're going to notice right away whether they have a limp or they lean a certain way or they, or if you study bodies enough, you can tell a guy is, has a certain weakness at a certain place in his body or he's got a bad knee all by the way he's moving. So I often tell guys lighten up about the fact that you check out bodies, just control your response to them. Control your lust response. Control your sex drive. Don't abuse people. Don't be ridiculous. Don't whistle like an idiot at a woman. Appreciate the good-looking body. Move on. Go back to your wife. Get your head out of the gutter. You understand what I'm saying. The very fact we evaluate bodies is normal, okay? Let's go back to my issue of the Band of Brothers. I want to tell you that if you're not laying eyes 3D, live and in color, in a room on your Band of Brothers, on, on the guys who are really in your life, then you're not really able to help them. How many times have you looked at a friend and just knowing, but just by looking at the coloring in his face, you knew something was wrong just by watching his eyes. And then the simpler things like just by, just by being with him, when you haven't been with him for a little while, you could tell uh, a loss of muscle tone. You could tell an increase around the tummy. Uh, You could tell other things. You could tell he wasn't looking people in the eye when he talked about certain subjects, being with him. I'll tell you, I was once with a mother uh, who just who just could smell. She she was with her 16-year-old son for a few moments. It wasn't like she was smelling alcohol or pot on him. She just smelled him and she said, He's, something's wrong. I'm taking him to the doctor tomorrow. And the kid had a major medical problem that the mom was able to smell. Well, we know this is true, right? We've got dogs that are able to smell cancer now. We human beings can smell things about those that we're, we're near. It's very common for a mother to smell the, or a father, to smell the breath of a child who's suddenly become ill. And they go, something's wrong there. Let's deal with this. And it has all to do with smell. What's my point? We care for each other better when we're 3D in each other's lives. And some of you guys, congratulations and thank you. You are building a band of brothers, but you're doing it digitally. You're doing it remotely. You, you, you think that you're having a band of brothers if you shoot hoops and then eat pizza and never talk about anything significant. Or maybe don't even get together at all. You're doing it all by Zoom. You're doing it all by phone call. Uh, etc. Look, I'm not putting that down. I'm proud of you for even making a half step. But I insist, I insist and I call you out and you've got to be in the physical presence of your guys. You've got to be physically looking at each other in the eye. And I want some of you guys to raise the standard a little bit. I want you not to be con- content with Zoom or FaceTime or whatever it is you're using. Okay. Thank God for all those tools, especially while we've been going through COVID. But you need to be in a man's life. In fact, I believe, and I say this in the book, you need to be in a man's home. You can tell a lot about a man's home, about a lot about a man from, from his being in his home. And I'm not asking you to make an inspection tour. I'm just asking if you're going to be in a, if you're going to be in a band of brothers, know each other's lives. I have a friend of mine uh, who finally got into the car of one of his friends. When he got in that car, 
He couldn't believe what was stacked up in the back seat. Couldn't believe the trash and the garbage. And said, look, and just made it made a mental note. I'm going to try to get to this guy's house. Went to this guy's house. Found all kinds of things out of order. I'm not just talking about trash and messy. Found all kinds of things desperately out of order. Sat the guy down. The guy cried his eyes out. His life was out of order. Things were horribly wrong. My friend, who was also his friend, could help him in those very areas. Turned out it needed some serious attention, some serious family therapy, some things could be fixed. How did it all come about? Because my buddy, who was also this this troubled guy's buddy, got in his car, got in his house, saw his garage, watched him with his kids. You got to be 3D. You got to be on site. You got to see what's going on. I'm thrilled for all the benefits of remote technology in my life. I do entire seminars remotely from my office, do videos, thankful for all of it. But none of it can take the place of relationship. None of it can take the place of being actually in the presence of. You need to spend a couple of hours sitting in the presence of those you take responsibility for. And if you think there are some guys in your life who know you and have your back and are going to confront you and deal with you, you got to let them be in your life. I mean physically in your life, on the couch, on the back porch, looking at you, watching you move, being with you. This is part of who we are. This is how guys are. I've described this other dynamic many times. Let's say you go to some uh, on a Saturday. Let's, I'm going to make this up now. Your social organization, your church, whomever, decided to go help Mrs. Jones mow her yard. She's a widow. Put a new roof on, paint some things. So you got 15, 20, 30 guys working there. You know how we got, us guys are? We watch. We see the guy who's always at the water cooler. We see the guy always telling stories but not working. We also see that quiet guy who gets a lot done, never says a thing. We, 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 we size people up. We know things. Why? Because we're physical animals. Because we are people who, who pay attention. We men especially. We discern things. We can sense a threat. We can watch what's going on. We get to know people as they're in motion. Here's what I'm trying to say, and I'm trying to say it kindly. Don't deceive yourself. Don't think that because you are once a month on Zoom with six guys from five different states that they are actually up in your grill and you are up in their grill. They got to know you. You got to know each other. And I'm not saying you can't hang with those guys and talk to them, but don't consider them your band of brothers if you're never actually physically together now that COVID's over. You got to have some guys who are in your space. You got to have some guys, I mean this humorously now and lightly, who can smell you. You got to have some guys who give you a hug. You got to have some guys who are who are around who watch your manner, who know who you are, who care about you, who are willing to confront you. Over Zoom, you can gain 100 pounds. Most folks won't even know it. You can hide it. You can shade it. Uh, over Zoom, nobody knows whether you're, you're toked up or whether you're you know, on your fifth cocktail by four in the afternoon. On Zoom, nobody knows that your, your marriage has fallen apart or your kids hate you or whatever's going on. On Zoom, you can posture. On Zoom, you can do a skit. You got to have some guys in your life and you got to be in their life. So I'm proud of you for doing whatever version of Band of Brothers you're doing. But I want to kick your butt a little bit in this podcast. And I want to say, you've got to be in each other's space. You got to do it now. If you haven't done it, if you've gotten in a Zoom habit since COVID, but you haven't broken that down and gotten in each other's space, make it happen. Planes are flying, buses are running, you have a car, meet in some central space, get together, check with each other. Go beyond just questions. Go beyond just the lightest form of evaluation. Because this is one of the great arts of great manhood.
To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 